a member of the DATC media family. This is Dropped Among This Crowd, a podcast that dives into the music and community of improvisational progressive rock band, Humphreys McGee. Each episode will feature a rotating schedule of insightful show recaps, interviews with members of Team UM, as well as musicians who have been inspired by the band. This is your place for the latest news and happenings in the world of Humphreys McGee, keeping you informed on what's going on or where you can catch the next show. I'm your host, Sarah J. Thanks for joining me as we dive in. Are you prepared for what comes next? Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining me for this week of Dropped Among This Crowd. I hope that you were able to check out the last fresh episode two weeks ago, all about this year's Summer Camp Music Festival. There is a link in the show notes if you'd like to give that a listen. Before we get into it this week, I want to apologize beforehand for any background noise. Um, My setup is a little different right now. Um, I'm living with my mom temporarily, um, so my studio is kind of in a different spot, and there's some different background noise every once in a while, so apologize in advance for that. Anyway, This week on the show, we're going to dive into the two nights at Fool's Paradise in St. Augustine, Florida, June 4th and 5th. And then we'll chat about the four nights in the Northeast with the Disco Biscuits, June 9th through 12th. Before we dive into all of that, the big news to talk about, asking for a friend has hit the streets on July 1st. The band had a listening party the night before on Lively for the folks who purchased the NFT. A track-by-track listening party, followed by a Q&A with everyone from the band except for Stasic, who was playing a show with Doom Flamingo at Peach Festival at the same time. I wrote a whole review sharing my thoughts and opinions about the new album, you can give that a read if you're interested. There's a link in the show notes for that. Um, not going to spend a whole bunch of time on reiterating uh, my whole review. So check that out if you haven't and you're interested in my views on the album. Um, basically, I really fucking love it. I think it's really great. And I think it's up there um, as one of the best albums that they have put out. So I know there's a lot of People that maybe don't share the same opinion I do about it, um, but I think that this album is very wonderfully put together. Uh, the music, the writing, um, just all of it. So if you want to read my opinion on asking for a friend, link in the show notes where you can check that out. All right, so let's get into this week's episode. And any highlights that I mention can be found on my 2022 highlights playlist, which you will find a link for in the show notes. Also in the show notes, a link for my Hall of Fame contenders playlist. That is my, I'm pretty damn sure I'm going to vote for those when it comes time to do so. Um, I think there's like eight songs on there currently. So if you're interested in seeing where my head is at for future Hall of Fame voting, uh, check out that playlist as well. 
No covers still, and there were no covers since 420 Fest. That would hold true until Red Rocks. We'll get into that in two weeks when I do my whole Colorado run recap. Um, but all the shows that we're going to be talking about this week, still no covers. So first up, Fool's Paradise in St. Augustine, Florida at St. Augustine Amphitheater, June 4th and 5th. The band has played at this venue seven times, including this weekend. Last time was August 17th, 2019. And fun fact, back in 2018, on August 18th, this would be the place where Attachments would see its first expansion. That's a killer version of Attachments, by the way. Um, so if you haven't ever listened to the August 18th, 2018 Attachments, um, I suggest you do. In addition to the music both nights, other artists that were there, uh, Lettuce and Andy Frasco. I know Jen Hartswick was there. Um, Fool's Paradise also had artist-led excursions. Mini golf with Joel and Jesus from Lettuce and ping pong with Ryan and two of the other guys from Lettuce. There was also wine tasting, um, but none of the guys in Umphreys participated in that. And I could be wrong, but I think Adam Deitch, uh, drummer for Lettuce, sorry if I said your last name wrong, uh, apparently he whooped Ryan's ass in ping pong. So it looks like there might have to be a rematch sometime in the future. Fool's Paradise posted some photos from the artist excursions. Um, and it looked like a great time. Joel had his daughter out there uh, while he was playing putt-putt, which was really, really cute. Kicking off this first night at Fool's Paradise with Room to Breathe. In the Kitchen next, floating off about three minutes. This really gets its legs slightly after ten minutes, really opening up and soaring way out. On the set list on All Things Umphreys, it's noted that this would contain a Web Tangle tease, a tune that if you check out the debut from April 27th, 2013, at a private show put on by fans billed as Bill Graham for a day, the day after Umble 4 on April 26th, 2013, you'll discover lyrics that would become it's Not Your Fault, new track on Asking for a Friend. Very interesting. Um, I will link that in the show notes if you're interested in digging into that. And back to my review for Asking for a Friend, um, I mentioned a bunch of different locations for song seeds that would eventually become uh, tracks on the new album. That's one that I mentioned in there. Um, then there are a couple other ones as well. So little interesting nerdy facts for you inside my review as well. Cooling its heels and leaving kitchen in the dust for now. I absolutely love how it tiptoes its way into white man's moccasins, which comes next. Conduit after that. This one would find a spot on my highlights list. Shaking Conduit off and heading off on its own slightly after three minutes. A little fuck yeah, Joel, about four and a half, as he takes our hand and leads the way as we dance along. Bringing it to a more even level, matter-of-factly marching back into Conduit proper, 
slightly after 10 minutes, sliding right into home just under two minutes later. Fussy Dutchman next with a very creamy Bayless solo, beginning to undress slightly after four and a half. And Mail Package would close out the first set, the first night at Fool's Paradise. Second set would open with Cut the Cable, wasting no time doing exactly what it wants to do, breaking off like a child wandering away from a parent slightly after three minutes, going on a short jaunt around the block before reeling it back in slightly before six and a half. Wizard Burial Ground next, which, side note, (laughs) two things. Number one, I'm sure you saw the little clip of the kid that Umphreys shared on their social, and they asked the kid, you know, what is his um, favorite Umphreys song? And the kid just so matter-of-factly, which he's got so much swagger in the way that he's standing, and he holds his chin, and he says his favorite song is uh, Wizard Graveyard. So I feel like from now on, that's exactly what I'm going to call this song. Anyways, if you're on social media, perhaps you saw the recent post for Wall of Wow Wednesday. If you don't know what that is, Wall of Wow Wednesday is brought to you by co-host of the Umphreys Wow Show, Jimmy Knowledge. He chooses six to eight versions of a song that hit him with the wow. He uses that as a jumping off point and a conversation starter for a future episode deep diving into that song. I will throw a link in the show notes for the Wall of Wow Wednesday page on the DATC Media website so you can take a peek at all the tunes that Jimmy Knowledge has chosen as the Wow versions. You can also check out the updated graphics for the two songs that the guys. Jimmy Knowledge and Rob Turner have already put under the microscope and made an episode about Hurtbird Bath and August. Those two graphics are updated with all of the versions um, that they talked about on the two episodes. You'll also find a link in the show notes for the episodes that they've released if you haven't given them a listen and want to check them out. I was the special guest on side B of their August discussion. I shared my favorite versions of the song and actually shared some treasure that I uncovered that would grow into a song that we hear on Asking for a Friend. So definitely check those out if you haven't. Um, They're really great, and I just love having Rob and Jimmy on the team and them bringing this show to everybody. It's so much fun to work on and it's so great to bring it to everybody. Two by two next, falling down the rabbit hole slightly after seven minutes, crawling its way out less than 10 minutes later into the back half of two by two. Plunger, this one I threw on my highlights list, getting into it about seven and a half taking a few minutes to map out the direction it's planning on going, steadily gaining some air, taking a moment before energetically ripping open and driving full steam ahead, cooling its heels on the way out the door for a minute, opening back up for one more rip of the space-time continuum, reaching its max height 
bursting open and falling all down to earth. Andy's last beer next, floating in like a distorted, otherworldly dream, stepping right into the second set ending, Ocean Billy. This one would also find a seat on my highlights playlist, having very Tool-esque undertones as it begins its adventure about six and a half, contorting and morphing back into Ocean Billy about four minutes later. Encore for this first night in St. Augustine, Kula, and the end of that In the Kitchen from the first set. Night two at Fool's Paradise, June 5th, would open with looks, charging off slightly before three minutes. Well-wishers next, followed by Domino Theory, shaking off Domino Theory proper and driving off slightly after two minutes. That one enjoys a nice scenic drive. And, you know, I've said many times here on the show that this song is not my favorite. And at one point, it was the song I was most unhappy about hearing. Like, there would be times in the past at a show where they would start playing in it, and I would just be like, oh, I don't want to hear this song. (laughs) But it's really starting to grow on me. Some of that may have to do with the jam vehicle that this tune is, but also personal circumstances has really made me hear the lyrics of this tune totally different. I love that about Umphrey's tunes. I talked about this recently um, to some friends of mine, how the songs that we've known and we've sung for years And one day you're listening and because of something that's going on in your own life, you hear a line and you're just like, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That one hits a little different. Love that so much. And Domino Theory has really become one of those for me. Out of Order, followed by Professor Wormbog with a little... Zoom, zoom, yeah, yeah. Before adventuring off, which I think the last time we saw that in a worm bog was Scamp 2018. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I tried to do some research, and I think that's what I, I came up with was the last one. If I'm incorrect, please let me know. But based on my findings, that was the last one. Night Nurse next. This one also found a spot on my highlights list, probably just because I love Night Nurse. Anyways, I felt like this one had some very red tape vibes as it danced its way out the door about nine and a half-ish, and 40s theme would close out the first set. Set two, opening with a standalone 1348, dancing off on its own about four and a half. Enjoying a nice scenic drive before pulling it back into the driveway about six minutes later. Party and Peeps, followed by Puppet String, that would reveal itself as a nice mid-set sandwich. It would come back into Puppet String briefly after letting it wander off its leash for about eight minutes. It dissipates and heads into Haji, followed by Utopian Fur 
a fatty highlight from the weekend I felt. And of course, a placeholder on my 2022 highlights list. Instead of a cupboard nestled inside of it, we would get a very nice Bright Lights Big City jam, sinking its heels right into it before one and a half. One of my favorite Bright Lights Big City jams is from August 11th, 2018 at Bayless's birthday show at White River in Indianapolis. So, so good. Like, the whole earth was just shaking and dancing from this version. It's really, really good. If you haven't listened to that, I will link that in the show notes because it's so good. I mean, honestly, that whole evening is worth a listen. It's probably one of my favorite shows that I've been to. It was just a fun night anyways, um, with so many friends there and everything and Bayless's birthday. Um, but definitely give that a listen if you haven't. For sure, check out that Bright Lights Big City Jam. Sliding back into Utopian about three minutes later, shaking off Utopian proper and entertaining its own ideas about five minutes, reeling it back into Utopian six minutes later, sinking into a distorted funhouse vibe on its way out the door, Stasic putting the pieces of puppet string back together underneath, bringing that to completion, and Jajunk to close out the second evening at Fool's Paradise. Did you know that DATC Media Company is now on Patreon? Yep, offering all sorts of really awesome exclusive merch items, content, and more to our incredible patrons. There's a variety of tiers, options, and ways for you to show your love and support. Your monthly contribution helps make Dropped Among This Crowd podcast, The Umphreys Wow Show, Crooked Conversations, and a ton more Umphreys fan-related content coming soon possible. Check it all out at patreon.com slash DATC Media Company. All right, so that brings us to the Dumb Northeast tour at the beginning of June. Last time they toured with the Disco Biscuits was in 2007 for five nights from June 7th to July 1st. Quick shout out to Keith Greiner and his team who are responsible for bringing us the stream from all four of those nights. First up, June 9th at Hartford Healthcare Arena in Bridgeport, Connecticut. This would be the first time they would play this stage. The band has played seven times in Bridgeport but it's been a little bit since the last time they were in town, August 2nd, 2014. Seems like so long ago. (laughs) Each of these shows with the Disco Biscuits, each band would play only one set. Umphreys would play first this evening and get their set kicked off with Turn and Run, followed by Dump City and Half Delayed. Day Nurse dancing out next. The depths of the jam in this one, a lot of fun, so I threw it on my highlights list. Intentions Clear, next. This one was also a lot of fun, so you'll find that on my list as well. I really love the mechanical and dancey as fuck build into mall chaise. This one gets particularly grimy slightly before three and a half. Stasic leading the way as we continue to sink deeper and deeper into it about two minutes later. 
I also threw this on my highlights list. I don't know what I want next, followed by the triple wide, another one from the evening that found a spot on my list, jetting off into outer space about three minutes, coming back into the atmosphere about four minutes later, getting ballsier and more aggressive as it drags itself along, really opening up and resonating out. Soaring right back into the triple wide three minutes later. The crooked one next. They would very interestingly completely discard the jam and step right into her bird bath. They would play a very massive version of her bird bath in Vail, Colorado later in the month of June, which we will get into in the next episode of the show. Um, But yeah, that one might be up there as my favorite uh, from the year. But like I said, we'll get to that. (laughs) And this Hurt Bird Bath would close out their set in Connecticut. Moving along to June 10th at Pier 6 in Baltimore, Maryland. The band has played at this venue seven times, including the most recent visit. Again, it's been a little bit since they played here. October 13th, 2018. And Umphreys would, again, play first this evening. Getting things started with There's No Crying in Mexico, followed by Wife Soup and Uncommon. All in Time next, putting on its stank face about three minutes as it embarks off, calming itself down a few minutes later. Deciding to leave All in Time in the rear view for now. Embarking on a delicious eat sandwich. This, for sure, finds a place on my highlights list. And fun fact, the last time this tune would be sandwiched was April 22nd, 2017 at the House of Blues in Dallas, Texas. Eat into time, back in to eat. The meaty inside of this one, draconian. Yeah. Strapping on our dancing shoes and heading off full of glee about five minutes. There is something very familiar about what Joel is playing about 10 and a half, 11 minutes. Nothing noted on all things Umphreys, but something about it strikes me as very familiar. So if you know, please pass along the information to me because that sounds very familiar. Rounding the corner about a minute later and beginning its soar back into Draconian. Creeping back into eat to complete this thick, delicious sandwich. I highly recommend you listen to that. The silent type next sounds like a when the world is running down, we'll make the best of what's still around tease about three minutes-ish. Nothing noted on all things Umphreys, but it sure as hell sounds like it. Seasons next. This one would go on a fun little adventure. I'm really loving how this one continues to expand and mature. And they're just having a lot of fun with that song. And I'm here for it. The conclusion of All in Time, Booth Love, and Bridgeless would round out the evening in Maryland. Do you create really rad fan art? Is your band wanting to get into the ears of umfreaks? 
Maybe your small business provides an awesome service and you'd like some like-minded clients to work with. Are you looking to hire some music-loving folks for your team? Perhaps you've had an idea for an Umphreys-themed podcast or something else that you just know this community would love, but you weren't sure where to start. Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company wants to help. With space available for your Umphreys-related show idea, social media promotion of your band, ad spots across the network, and so much more, Dropped Among This Crowd Media Company can help you be seen, heard, and reach tons of fellow umfreaks, musicians, and other kind folks. Want to know more or have questions? Shoot an email to sarah at datcmediacompany.com. All right, two more shows to chat about this week. June 11th at Thompson's Point in Portland, Maine. This is the first time the band would play at this venue, but they've played a whole bunch of times in Portland, Maine, 34 times total, including this show. Last time was February 28th, 2020 at Crystal Ballroom. This evening, Umphreys would play second. Starting the evening with You Got the Wrong Guy, falling right into Miss Tinkles, slipping into something a little more comfortable about three minutes. Joyfully dancing along and right back into Tinkles about four minutes later. Similar skin next. This one I threw on my highlights list. Falling down the rabbit hole about three minutes. Finding its footing and wandering off. Gaining maturity as it continues. Sliding right into home at 10 minutes. The debut of Small Strides next. I heard them taking this for a test drive at summer camp. I mentioned that in the recap episode. Stretching its legs a little bit this first time they took it for a spin in front of an audience. We would see some serious expansion during the Colorado run at Red Rocks to be exact. Which, like I said, we will get to. There's a lot to get to uh, from Colorado for sure. This one was more of a test drive it around the block, uh, but that one from Red Rocks was the put the top down and enjoy a nice scenic drive down the coast on a sunny day version. Um, I'm pretty sure there is video of that on YouTube as well. Um, If you haven't listened or checked that out yet, definitely do that. A nice fatty 28-minute version of DBK Next. I also threw this on my highlights playlist. Side note, the Umphreys Wow Show guys, Rob Turner and Jimmy Knowledge, are hard at work putting DBK under the microscope. This one I mentioned to Rob Turner to add to his list. And also, one of my personal favorites from last year in July in New Hampshire, a very nice DBK sandwich that had pushed the pig stuffed inside. That's definitely one of my major highlights from 2021. The DBK, Push the Pig DBK, uh, was really good. Um, I will link that uh, show actually in the show notes if you're interested in listening to that. Highly suggest that you do. I, I'm just like thinking back to that day right now, <laughs> being there and like, ah, uh, it, it was really good. Definitely listen to that. It's very nasty. 
back to this DBK, getting to the gritty of it about eight minutes, taking a minute to catch its breath slightly before 14, rounding the corner and continuing on, gathering energy and devouring everything in its way, slamming back into DBK proper about 16 minutes, going off for one more wander a few minutes later. This is a very hearty helping of DBK, for sure worth a spin. Ringo with Aaron Magner on keys with Joel. This would be the first sit-in by a member of the Disco Biscuits during this run. Uh, There would be another one the next night in Vermont. The Floor followed by Wappy Sprayberry. This one also found a spot on my highlights list. Driving off about four minutes, continuing to climb up the mountain, Joel taking it all the way to the stratosphere, exploding back into Wapi. This is one of those that when it's over, you're just like looking around like, holy fuck. Excuse me, have you seen my face? It was just melted clean the fuck off. That is definitely one of those where you're looking around at the people next to you like, you guys all experienced that too, right? Because that was incredible. (laughs) 2022 may very well also be the year of Whoppy Sprayberry, as well as the year of the Mantis. I know I've mentioned this, my feelings on what they've been doing to Mantis this year, um, but they've definitely been giving... Whoppy the treatment as well. In the kitchen, this one would also find a spot on my highlights list. Primus-esque vibes as it lays the brick down the path we're about to embark on slightly before four minutes. Dabbling in a little immigrant song tease slightly before six and a half. Calming its ass down back into kitchen. That one would close out the evening in Portland, Maine. And finally this week, June 12th, Champlain Valley Expo in Essex, Vermont. That's quite a mouthful. (laughs) This is the first time that the band would play this venue and also in Essex. Umphreys would take the stage first this evening. Bayless mentioned that before the show, Ryan told him that this was going to be the best performance so far of his life. I wouldn't say it was the best performance, but I think that this is the best show out of the four nights that they co-headlined with the Biscuits. Starting the night off with Educated Guess, followed by It Doesn't Matter, the turbo version, I guess we're calling it, having a little more chutzpah to it. This would find a spot on my highlights playlist, letting it off its leash about seven and a half letting it wander way out, beginning to reel it back in about five minutes later. Nerdy fact for you, on Nugs, this one comes in at 13 minutes and 48 seconds. Mantis next, like I just mentioned, and also, like I've talked about many times here on the show this year, 2022 is most certainly the year of the Mantis. This standalone version, I still threw on my highlights list, but that one from Detroit with Draconian stuffed in the middle is still my favorite. And, 
unless something epic happens in the next couple of months, um, that one will for sure be a vote when it comes time for Hall of Fame ballad casting. Stomping off full of defiance slightly before six and a half. Sensually undressing a few minutes later. This one doesn't quite have the balls as others. But again, it just kind of proves that they've been having some serious fun with this tune this year. If you go through my highlights list, you're going to see a bunch of different versions of Mantis on there for sure. Alan Aukine, think that's how you say it. Chris said it. I wanted to make sure I said it right. Um, the drummer from the Disco Biscuits <laughs> would come out and replace Chris on drums before the jam. The Lanier next, followed by Second Self. I really liked the jam within the Lanier, so I threw that on my highlights list. Attachments, venturing off about seven minutes, full of attitude, scheming where it wants to go, opening up and embracing some intergalactic battle vibes about two minutes later, jetting way off matter-of-factly, Joel channeling some extraterrestrials, coming back down to Earth about four minutes later. I threw this one on my highlights list as well. Jajunk. Dancing off funky as fuck, a very nice way to end the evening in Vermont. So that's it for this week of the show. There are a whole bunch of links in the show notes for anything that I may have referenced throughout this episode, including where you can listen to these shows. Also in the show notes, you'll find a ton of links for the DATC Vault stuffed with a ton of past episodes. We're creeping in on almost 200 episodes of the show, so there's a lot of past episodes for you to go back and listen to. You'll also find links for where you can check out DATC Media on Patreon and so much more, so make sure you check all of that out. I will see you around these parts in two weeks. Mad love.